Souvenirs is the title of the third record overall and first in six years from Colorado native Shenandoah Davis, who spent the better part of the past decade in Seattle. I'm Jeremy Peterson, joined in the studio today by Davis and her band. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome home. Does it still feel like coming home after a decade? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when you spend as much time as I have sort of traveling around, you end up with kind of a few homes spread out across the country. Um, But Colorado is still one of the big ones, definitely. Well, great to have you here today. What are you going to start with? We are going to start with Gold Coast. Oh, 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 oh. 
That's Shenandoah Davis and her band in our studios. Gold Coast, it's one from the new record called Souvenirs. Great to have you guys here. It's Shenandoah Davis on vocals and piano, Ian Williams on drums, guitar, and vocals, Eleni Davis on viola, keys, and vocals. I know you started playing classical piano at a very early age, and I know this is kind of in the past for you, but your first visit here. So for folks that don't know, what was your musical upbringing like? Yeah, um, I started taking piano lessons when I was five or six, but I had just been drawn to it even before then. I had a little toy keyboard that kind of needed pride out of my hands <laughs> when I was a little toddler. Um, but I, yeah, I grew up um, in upstate New York. I was homeschooled. I had lots of time to practice. Um, and then when I was th- about 13, my family moved to Boulder. And so then I went to high school in Fairview. And while I was there, I became more interested in choir and like musical theater then piano, and then I went to the University of Northern Colorado and got a degree in opera performance, and then I decided pretty quickly <laughs> that I would rather be a barista and play in some rock and roll bands than be an opera singer. That's the part of the violet that, that jumps out at me real quickly, <laughs> is is that, that opera experience, and then, you know, you end up doing things more in the pop realm, but does that, does that foundation still sort of lend itself to, to the way you write and perform, or...? Definitely on the piano side. Mm-hmm. I've always just enjoyed playing classical piano more than, you know, what you would call pop piano. But your range vocally, I mean, I, I wouldn't guess it, but, you know, then knowing that after the fact, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that, that, that vocal range maybe comes from an operatic background or training. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I I get that um, people say that to me a lot, to be <laughs> frank, um, and I apologize to my opera teacher, but I was never a very good opera singer. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, I feel like whatever kind of hybrid has worked out is probably for the best. Well, Souvenirs is this new record. It's your first in, in quite a while, six years it's been since you, mm-hmm. since your last record. This has got a big sound, a, a really wonderful sound. The first song, um, aptly titled The Wings, I think you're going to do that here in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it immediately whisks you up and kind of carries you away uh, as a listener. How would you go about recording Souvenirs and uh, capturing that kind of feeling? Yeah, um... Well, one of the reasons that it took six years to put a record out was that I started recording this record three different times prior to the recording that actually ended up working. I wanted it to have a kind of bigger sound, um, but the previous record that came out, The Company We Keep, had a lot of really like beautiful string arrangements mm-hmm. and woodwinds, and a bunch of people from Colorado played on it. Um, but as I was going on tour, the adjectives that people were using to describe it were like, so beautiful and gentle and sweet. And someone told me that it was a good like bathtub while you're crying record to listen to, which they enjoyed. And I appreciated that, but I wanted to make a record that had like a little bit more oomph behind it mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. time, like a little bit less beautiful. Um, and so we recorded souvenirs in Brooklyn in a friend of mine's apartment that he sort of built into a recording studio for the purpose of making the record. And even though it does have this really big sound, it was recorded in a room that's like half the size of this one. And the big drum on the recording of the wings is someone hitting a giant tub of caulk with a paint scraper (laughs) um, with a lot of reefer bonnet. And so so, um, it's like a little bit DIY magic. Yeah, yeah, it it is a magic. It's a kind of a theatricality that comes through uh, a circus vibe almost. (laughs) In any case, it's it's Shenandoah Davis and her band in studio with us. What's coming up next? You're going to play the wings? Yeah, we're going to play the wings. 
I'm Shenandoah Davis, and this is Supernatural Powers.
It's more from Shenandoah Davis and her band playing for us in the studio. Supernatural Powers, that song. The Wings, right before it's two more from the new record called Souvenirs. That has a specific thematic focus. That title is is uh, is apt uh, <laughs> on this record. It's As it's been put, it's a, quote, breakup album, but not in the traditional sense. Can, can you explain what that means? I was sort of going through um, some kind of past, I I wouldn't necessarily say failed relationships, but definitely ended or changed relationships you know as one does when you kind of get lost in your mind and you're trying to figure out sort of what went wrong in a situation or if you if there was anything you could have noticed you know before the ending to kind of give you a clue and so I kind of you know went through a few situations that I had found myself in of my own making um, and kind of was able to pick out these little pinpoint moments where um, whether or not i quite realized it at the time they're just these little memories that had kind of stuck with me and then later when you know when the relationship had ended or when I changed my mind about something they kind of reappeared in my mind it's like you feel surprised right now but actually you shouldn't be surprised because remember nine months ago when you were in Grand Central Station this person asked you this kind of like offhand question um, and you like answered it in the moment and didn't think anything of it. But then like two months later, you, there was a night that you couldn't go to sleep because you're just sitting in bed thinking, why did they ask me that question? Like, what do they mean? What's going on? So that's been the fodder for these songs. And I, I think it's interesting because, you know, love songs, if you think about it, they spend a lot of time on the beginning or the end. And this is sort of more about the middle or, or the forgotten things, the little pieces. Yeah. Was that the plan all along as you wrote toward this or was it something that just kind of happened? That's a really good point you make about the middle, and I hadn't really been focusing on that as an idea um, while I was writing the songs, but, you know, the beginning and the ending are always kind of the most emotional parts of relationships, for better or worse, and the middle is sort of the long, boring part that, you know, (laughs) afterwards you kind of don't even really remember what happened. You have, like, this initial rush of endorphins and hope at the beginning of a relationship, and then it just kind of carries you through until the destructive fireball ending <laughs> or, or you know, or the slow fade out ending or however it ends. But the middle part ends up being kind of a wash a lot of the time. But there are also plenty of songs already about fireball destructive relationship <laughs> endings and like falling in love with someone that you barely know. And so like those two stories were just not as interesting for me to try to tell, I think. Well, that having been said, you're going to go out with uh, how does the future into these songs about the past <laughs> um the future i i wrote while i was on tour in new zealand um about six years ago is when i started writing the song um and it started out as kind of an inside joke between someone i was talking to on the west coast who kept asking me what the future was like because we were 17 hours ahead over in new zealand you know that's another one of those ideas that just kind of got stuck with me is that you know, it would be nice to tell the future and, you know, in some kind of like fake scientific way being 17 hours ahead. I almost could. It's Shenandoah Davis in the studio. Don't 
describe But if pressed I will say That the grandest notions We had of it Still fall flat But I the last of our set from Shenandoah Davis and her band The Future coming from the record. It's called Souvenirs. Great listen. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having us.